0: macros. It's a huge buzzword in fitness circles these days and maybe even in the mom groups that you and I are both hanging around in. But what are they? Should you care about them? Is it just another diet? So this is what we're going to be chatting about in today's episode. You know what to do, you're especially going to want to do it for this one, but go ahead, grab your notebook and your pen, and let's dive into today's juicy topic and get clear on what macros are. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster of losing weight and gaining it right back? Are you sick of the one-size-fits-all diets that leave you feeling like your body is broken? Are you ready to get results, maintain them, and maybe even enjoy it? In this podcast, you will find solutions to your weight loss and fitness struggles, as well as be equipped to gird yourself with strength and make your arms strong, as a Proverbs 31 woman. My mission is to get you to your personal fitness goals using health and fitness tools, coupled with renewing your mind while being rooted in Christ. Hi, I'm Elena. I'm a wife, boy mom, beloved daughter of the key, and lover of all the C-words, healthy competition, coffee and of course, chocolate. (laughs) After giving birth three times in three years to my beautiful boys, I tried to lose weight, get healthy, and get strong by following generic, restrictive diets, hoping that I'd finally find the golden ticket. My fitness journey struggles led me to learning how to create a customized plan for myself using macros, because just as God created me to have unique DNA and fingerprints, my plan should also be unique and tailored to me. I also discovered how to address the root of my fitness and weight loss woes. And Mama, I am thrilled to be able to share these truly transformational pieces of the puzzle with you. If you are ready to create a plan that is effective while still enjoying your favorite foods, and if you are ready to experience true transformation in your fitness journey, then this podcast is for you. So sis, go heat up your coffee, set the kids up with a snack, grab a notebook and a pen, and get excited for the transformation that's about to begin. I'm going to go ahead and read you guys, or ladies, a review that Ash Harvey left for me. It says, I am so encouraged by her words. My fitness journey has been a roller coaster, and I'm happy to have found this podcast to help me along the way. Thank you so much, Ash, and I'm excited that you found this podcast as well, and I hope that you're able to glean a whole lot of goodness while you're here spending time with me. So thank you so much again, and if you ladies have not done so yet, I encourage you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You're just going to want to scroll down to the bottom, pop in your rating, leave a review, and um, you can also share on Instagram or Facebook stories. All of these are going to help this podcast to get to more women so that more women like Ash can come, listen, learn, and start applying to her life. So thank you again, Ash. So, if you don't have your notebook and a pen, you're going to need to pause this right now and grab it because we're going to cover a lot of info in about 20 minutes. I'm hoping I can keep it down to 20 minutes. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay, let's jump right in. So it's not uncommon for me to run into people who don't really know what macros are and I want to help you to understand them and also understand why they are vital for your body and a huge player in achieving any fitness goal and I mean any kind of fitness goal so what the heck is a macro before we get to that we have to first establish what calories are and I know this might feel basic but we're not leaving any mama behind so Here goes, calories are a unit of energy. If you want to get real science-y, it's the amount of energy required to raise a kilogram of water by one degree. But for our purposes, when we talk about calories, we're just talking about the amount of energy that our body is able to extract from the food that we're eating. AKA, calories are energy for our bodies. So calories are the most basic form of nutrition and the one thing that is big and bold listed on all the nutrient um, nutrition labels. So where exactly do our calories come from? Calories come from three categories of food. Those are carbohydrates, fat, and proteins. These are your three main macronutrients Which is what macros stands for, it's really just a hip cool way (laughs) of talking about the three necessary macronutrients that our bodies require to function properly and really optimally. So carbs, fats, and proteins, they all have calories. So, when we're tracking macros, we're simply identifying where exactly the calories that we are consuming on a daily basis are actually coming from. So in other words, how many calories are coming from fat? How many calories are coming from protein? How many are coming from carbs in a given day? Why do we care or should we care about macronutrients? Well, God designed food to contain these three parts. And in the genius of God, um, he created each macronutrient to play a different yet vital role in our bodies. So literally, I was thinking about how in the church, we often try to come up with an analogy that makes sense, that doesn't have holes in it to explain the Trinity, and I'm wondering, do macros work? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I might have to run that by our elders, but anyway, I was just thinking about that. So once we understand the role of each macro, we can see why it's important for us to have a breakdown of each macro in order to fuel our bodies properly. We all know in our heads, the what, even if we don't think we know the how. And the what is that our bodies perform their best when they are properly fueled. The how, well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. But we also know that caring for our bodies and our temple, our tabernacle for the Holy Spirit is not only a physical act, Excuse me, I don't know if you heard that, but my stomach was just grumbling. Coffee sip break. I got a nice coffee today, so I'm enjoying that while I'm recording. Um, so we know that caring for our bodies is not just a physical act, but it can also be a spiritual one as well. I think of 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, and then of course, Romans 12, 1 through 2, which basically like the theme verse for my business and for just the the mindset behind this coaching that I do and that is therefore I urge you brethren by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God which is your spiritual service of worship and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And in the same way that our vehicles require a particular type of gas and you know can't run on water, for example, we also need to properly fuel our bodies for optimal results. So let's dive into the three different macronutrients. So let's do our carbohydrates, breakdown. Carbs are our body's main energy source. It is the main energy source because while we can use dietary fat as well as dietary protein for energy if we needed to, if carbs are available, our body will use those first. And that's because our body primarily runs on glucose and turning dietary carbs into glucose is you know a highly energy-efficient process. Whereas turning fat and protein into glucose is possible, it just costs more energy for that process to be accomplished. And then with um, carbs, each gram of carbohydrates provides our body 4 calories of energy. And carbs you know, it's a very general term, and people tend to lump carbs into one category, but there are actually three different distinct categories within carbohydrates, and that is going to be your sugars, your starches, and your fiber. And with sugar, we know that it's a simple carbohydrate. They're actually called disaccharides, which just means that it's glucose buddied up with, paired up with another sugar-like fructose or lactose Um, and then some sugars are natural like the natural sugars that you will find in cow's milk in fruit and um, things like that and then of course there's like added sugars there are different types of sugar as well you can basically think of anything that ends in os maltose lactose those are all going to be a type of sugar Let's go ahead and talk about starches real briefly. A lot of us know about starches because hello, they're delicious. Um, But these are longer chain sugars and we call them polysaccharides. And they get broken down into glucose as well. So that's gonna be our breads, your pastas, potatoes, cereals, all those things that are highly delicious. I don't know about you guys, but like fresh baked bread is probably one of the best experiences ever (laughs) when it comes to food. All right, and then the last one within carbohydrates is fiber. Fiber is also a complex carbohydrate, and there's actually two different types, fiber. <clears throat> excuse me. There's soluble fiber and then insoluble fiber. And with soluble fiber, it actually attracts water, which is why it turns into a kind of a gel during digestion, and that ends up slowing down the digestive process which makes it so that you feel a little more full. And soluble fiber is found in things that kind of get a little bit um, jelly-like. Things like um, oat bran, barley, lentils, beans, oatmeal, things like that. And then the other type of fiber, fiber I mentioned is insoluble fiber. And this is food that's not digested by our body and because it's not digested what it actually does is it adds bulk and it helps the food pass a little bit more quickly through the stomach and the intestines and you're going to find insoluble fiber mostly in whole grains and fruits and vegetables and it's not found in animal products at all so something i just want to mention that's kind of important is that fiber is a carb and when your carbs are lower, you need to pay a little bit more attention to your fiber intake because it's natural that as you cut some carbs down, which you may do at some point, um, keep in mind, we're not cutting all carbs out ever. That should never be happening. But you know, if you're in a cut, for example, and everything's kind of going down a little bit, your carbs may be getting lower which means your fiber intake is going to be lowered as well and that can cause problems like constipation so what we want to do is just keep an eye on our fiber intake and also just aim to keep your fiber between 25 to 35 grams of fiber each day that's the recommendation and I don't know if you guys what you guys use for tracking if you've ever your food at all Um, but my recommendation is to use my fitness pal and it will allow you to keep those stats also and um, you can like put a range of what you want to hit and it kind of like notifies you if you're low if you're high that kind of thing which is really helpful for things like fiber for example um, which can you know be forgotten about sometimes by some people if if we're not paying attention and that's something that we really don't want to let slip so this is important because sometimes macro tracking proponents, people that support that, can sometimes neglect things like micronutrients. But this goes along with mindfulness of micronutrients, okay? So we want to keep track of fiber and things like that. Now, a lot of times you'll find people that are pro-macro and pro-weight loss and muscle gain. And they're really good at that stuff because that's what macros can do. That's how macros can benefit you. However, we want to make sure something that I like to include in the macro discussion is just things that are good for general health as well. We don't want to forget about our micronutrients. You know, we want to eat clean foods when possible. And I'm not saying only eat clean foods, never have anything processed, never. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that macros is not the end-all be-all. It is a large part of a healthy, or sorry, of a um, productive fitness journey in terms of weight loss, muscle gain, strength, things like that. But if we completely forget everything else, um, micronutrients, things like that, you know, there's just a larger picture of health at play. So we want to make sure we're mindful of that. And I want you to know that yes I support women losing weight if that's what they need to do that's what they want to do but I want to do it in a way that is going to be healthy for their body overall Um, so I want to make sure I have options for my people out there that have a similar desire as me and just a quick side note there is a difference between complex and simple carbs so sugar is a simple carb, which means it, it provides the body an immediate boost of energy because simple carbs are easily and quickly broken down into glucose. Complex carbs are digested at a slower rate. So these are gonna be like your longer chain carbohydrates, which means it takes longer for our body to actually break it down into the glucose, extract the glucose, and use it for energy. And so I just wanna, you know, paint a little picture here just to kind of explain that simple versus complex carbs aren't necessarily good or bad on their own. Like we need some context. Um, they're simply just, they're just like digested differently and each is going to be more or less appropriate in certain scenarios. Okay. Not everything's like completely black and white, right? We want to look at context. We want to look at goals, things like that. So for example, you wouldn't want to give a complex carb to someone who is a diabetic and is currently experiencing a low blood sugar because it's going to take way too long for them to digest and to get the actual glucose that they need from that carb source. So we're going to want to give them a simple carbohydrate. Now, for like an endurance athlete who needs energy over a longer period of time, You might want to do something like a simple carb during the race, but maybe before the race um, they might be looking for a complex carbohydrate so that they're able to get a longer amount of energy to last for their, um, you know, sport or competition or whatever it is that they're doing. So bottom line is that they're just different and they do different things for your body, okay? Fat is actually 9 calories of energy per gram. Dietary fat can be broken down into glycerol, fatty acids, and monoglycerides. And there are definitely different types of fats, and they do impact our health differently. Um, So, you know, some fats are going to be healthier than others, which is why it's important to keep in mind that calories don't necessarily equal health. To promote health, most of your fat sources should be forms of unsaturated fats. Those are your mono and polyunsaturated fats. Fats are incredibly important for our diet. They protect our organs. Fat helps us to produce important hormones. They help support cell growth. They help keep our cholesterol, cholesterol and blood pressure under control. And we also have to have fat for our body to absorb the vital nutrients from our foods. And ladies, if I haven't ranted on this yet, don't remove a macro group from your diet. We need some of it all. Seriously, that includes, that includes carbs and fats, okay? All right, so trans fat. Real quick, I'll talk about a couple the different kinds. Trans fat is caused by hydrogenation. They are found in things like donuts or a lot of packaged baked goods. Things like Oreos will contain trans fats and you know in recent years there has been a big movement in the US to our benefit um, to reduce the number of trans fats that are in products. So at this point you're not going to see a whole lot of trans fats in your food as much as we used to at least. But it's definitely still there and it's something that you just want to be aware of. Now saturated fats. Saturated fats are fats that are solid at room temperature. So butter would be considered a saturated fat. Um, Shortening, coconut oil, all of these things, um, those are the kinds of oils that get solid at room temperature. And then you've got our unsaturated fats. Now these are polyunsaturated fats and mono unsaturated fats and they are actually liquid at room temperature so for example you've got olive oil nuts and seeds um, salmon and all of these you're going to often hear people call them um, healthy sources of fats and it's because they contain this poly and mono unsaturated fat in them and there's been a lot of research and linking to health benefits for consuming much of your fat intake as these types of fats. Okay, so we're finally moving into number three. I'm trying to get all this info to you guys as quickly as possible. So, protein. Each gram of protein provides the body four calories of energy per gram. So, again, a recap carbs are four calories. Protein is 4 calories and then fats are 9 calories per gram. So when protein is broken down in our body, it is broken down into these things called amino acids, which honestly these are really cool. But there's 12, sorry, 20 amino acids and out of these 20 amino acids, our body can actually produce some of these, but some of them our body can't produce. These amino acids that we can't produce, that our body cannot make, must actually be consumed and attained through the foods that we eat. These are called essential amino acids, and there are nine of them. So nine essential amino acids, and if a food contains all of these essential amino acids, then you'll hear people calling it a complete protein. So if a food lacks one of these essential amino acids that our body can't make, you're, you'll hear it called an incomplete protein. Um, collagen, for example, is an incomplete protein and so are beans. However, you know you still want to track these foods just like any other protein. And as long as you're eating a wide variety of protein sources, having some of the incomplete proteins is totally fine. Protein is really valuable because it helps us to repair cells, it helps us to make new cells, and protein is actually the building block of bones, muscles, cartilage, and skin. Okay, so we made it through. We talked about calories and how they come into the form of these three things which are macronutrients, carbs, fats, and proteins and how our body needs all of them to function properly. So now you know what macros are and why they are so incredibly important. In another episode down the road we'll talk about how they can help you not only achieve weight loss goals but more importantly fat loss and muscle gain depending on how you use them. Now you could lose weight by drinking coffee all day and eating a little bit of food here and there but what are you going to be losing is it going to be fat is it going to be water is it going to be muscle and what will the state of your health be those are some things to consider in this discussion of healthy and enjoyable weight loss or fat loss which is what i like to talk about and our fitness transformations. So if you know someone who has been dieting in a way where they have severely limited or cut out a macro even completely, I encourage you to share this episode with them. It's super important for us not to restrict and exclude the things that our bodies need. In the next episode, we'll be talking about the four phases of fat loss and you'll learn which phase you are currently in. Guess what? You're you're in one of these phases, even if you didn't know it. Because it's just science, mamas. I do have a little secret for those of you who have made it this far. I am sharing a special promo for my group coaching program that's set to start in just a couple weeks from now. And if you would like to be informed of the special early bird promo dropping next week make sure you t- you subscribe to the channel to get notified of the next episode where I'll be sharing some information about that and if you are connected with me via email and subscribe to my email list you are guaranteed news first you can join by going to my website and subscribing from there I will see you ladies next week. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. And may you be blessed as you clothe yourself in dignity and strength. Thanks, sis, for spending time with me today. I hope that you are blessed by the value, encouragement, or action steps that we discussed in today's episode. If you were inspired, challenged, or learned something new that is helping you, would you do me a favor and share this episode? Together, let's help other mamas get the breakthrough and the transformation they've been dreaming of. And I would be incredibly grateful if you could take 30 seconds right now, scroll down to the bottom in Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. This helps me to know if you're liking the show. It helps other ladies find the show too. And I am blessed every time I hear your story and experience. Don't forget to connect with me on IG and Facebook and be sure to join my free community on Facebook at Transformational Weight Loss for Moms. You'll also want to check out my website at transformationalweightlossformoms.com. This is where you'll find other resources and current programs for when you're ready to dive deep and work together to create your transformation story. Until next time, I pray you gird yourself with strength, while renewing your mind and transforming your faith and fitness as we partner together with God.